As we progress through our fall sport championship season, today we're going to talk about the next championship up, and that's our fall softball championships. And joining me today on the Misha All Access podcast is Marty Marsh, Assistant Executive Director, newly in charge of the sport of softball. So welcome. Thank you. Okay. really uh, enjoyed this fall, and, and we've had a great season thus far. Good. So let's remind our listeners, we keep saying fall softball. Softball is a girl sport in Missouri. We say fall softball. We have two seasons of championship softball in Missouri. We have a fall season and a spring season. So this is our fall softball championship, which involves a, a lot more schools than our spring championship. And so we'll get into that here in a moment. But when are our fall softball championships and where? So our fall softball championships are held at the Killian Sports Complex in Springfield, Missouri. Classes 4 and 5 are Thursday, October the 26th and Friday, October the 27th. And then classes 1 through 3 come in on Friday, October the 27th. And they conclude on Saturday, October the 28th. So we have three days of softball there in Springfield, Missouri. It's a great venue. We use five fields, four regular fields, and then a stadium field. That stadium field is the regular field for the Missouri State University softball team. The complex is owned by the Springfield Green County Park Board, and we do. We use five fields. We have our semifinals on kind of what we call the auxiliary auxiliary fields, fields, and then all of our trophy games are are on uh, the Missouri State field, which is is a true stadium softball field. It is, and it's a great complex, and I know the Springfield-Green County Park Board has plans to turf those facilities as well, so it's it's even getting better than it already is. Yeah, it's a facility that has good parking. The Killing Sports Complex is tied into a much larger complex, again, all owned by the Springfield-Green County Park Board on that one street. We've talked already about our tennis championships, but just next door to Killian Sports is our Cooper Tennis Center, where we have our tennis championships. There are soccer fields there. There are baseball fields there. It is a large piece of land that's being used for recreation in the city of Springfield. And we have a couple of our championships there. So five classes in the fall. So this is a sport that has two championship seasons. We have five classes in the fall and still two classes in the spring. So softball is a big sport in our state. It is. It is. And, And it's always very competitive. You know, you probably see schools more diversified from across the state in the fall than you do in the spring as far as geographic proximity and location. But uh, just really highly competitive, and, and the state of Missouri is, is very blessed and enriched with good softball. When do our district tournaments go on? So uh, district tournaments start actually next week as we record that. They start and run through the 17th of October, and then we go into quarterfinals this year as the bracket played out. There is no sectional games. It is just quarterfinals and then on to the championships where we host both the semifinal and final championship third place games. So our district championships will go into one additional game prior to the final four being determined. That is correct. Okay. So, and that's in every one of our five classes. That is correct. Okay. How do we determine the officials for our softball championships? So we select 18 umpires that come to the championships. Like our, our schools from across the state of Missouri, we try to take a geographical representation of umpires from across the state. We have observers that do a wonderful job of getting out and watching our umpires work throughout the regular season. 
they provide some recommendations to us. Our associations provide some recommendations. But probably the greatest area of emphasis is from our schools and our coaches in particular as they recommend and non-recommend umpires for the postseason. And, you know, we look at other factors when those decisions are made, such as the number of contests that an umpire has worked throughout the year. You know, I mentioned coaches' recommendations and non-recommendations, but we also have some uh, very few uh, categories of conflicts. Conflicts may be a case where an umpire works at a particular school, and obviously we would not want that umpire to work a game in which that school was involved in. So we have to avoid those conflicts as well. Softball, like most of our team sports, have a draft process with the signing of officials for district tournaments. And we collect data on where and when the the officials are working in that season. And then, as you said, we ask our coaches to recommend or or non-recommend officials based on the quality of the official. And so coach can say about any given official, I think this is a championship official, or I think this is a postseason official, quarterfinal official, or district, or I don't feel they're yet ready to call in the postseason. So, and we don't, we don't assign names or anything to that, those where those recommendations come from, but we have that data so that our host school, the schools who host our district tournaments, have some data to go into as they're choosing officials for district tournaments. And then we use that data, aggregate data from the state, to look at what are we going to do for the quarterfinal level and then also the final site. We sat down with a massive master sheet of all the umpires that have applied for postseason, what dates they're available to work, what dates they're not available to work. We look at those recommendations. We look at those non-recommendations. We look at the observer's reports. We look at the association's feedback. You know, we look at the number of contests that have worked. We look at all those pieces when we go to select those 18 umpires that come into the championships. And then once we have those 18 umpires that have been selected for the championships, then we break them down into groups. And those groups of three umpires work together as a group. And we have a rotation where, you know, if if an umpire starts out behind the plate, then they're going to go to third base, and then they're going to go to first base, and then they could go back to the plate. And that circular rotation continues until they've worked all the games that they've been assigned. Okay. We have trophy games every day, each of the three days? We do have trophy games each of the three days. On on Thursday, we have our two third-place games for Class 4 and 5. On Friday, we have our championship of Class 4 and 5, plus our third-place games of Classes 1 through 3. And then on Saturday, the 28th, we have our championship games of Classes 1 through 3. So Saturday's a little little shorter day. It is a shorter day. Obviously, probably the day that's the longest, I would say, is Friday. And if my team wins their semi, we are guaranteed to stay to the next day. If my team loses my semi, then we're going to be playing that same day. That's correct. Okay. And we have, for spectators, you're going to buy a ticket per day, $10 ticket per day. And you can watch as much softball as you want. Right. And especially Thursday and Friday, there's quite a bit of softball to watch. 
And then we will also be covered on Misha.tv, is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Uh, and there's a fee, and again, you can watch all the games that you want on, on Misha.tv. And a note about that, because as we talked about at the beginning, we've got four auxiliary fields plus the championship field. And we will have four games going at once on those auxiliary fields when we're looking at the semifinal games. And we do not have a full produced broadcast for each one of those. Our semifinal games is a single camera. It catches all the action, but we won't have commentating on the semifinal games. You can watch it on Misha.tv. When we get to championship games and trophy games, we call them trophy games, the third place game and the championship game, we will have a fully produced broadcast on the championship field. You are correct. Those games that are on the stadium field, whether they are third place game or championship games, will be fully produced. I also want to make sure that I note in case we have inclement weather in such a thing that would necessitate we move out of Killian Softball Complex and play at some other venues, those semifinal games may not be broadcast because we may be in venues where we are unable to broadcast those. And we would communicate that if that were to happen. And it's a good point, Marty. Right now, as you mentioned, the Springfield-Green County Park Board plans to put turf on all those softball fields. But right now, they're still natural grass fields. We do have the option because of Springfield Public Schools and their facilities. They do have turf on their high school softball fields. So in the case that the Killian fields are not able, we're not able to play on them because of weather, we can and will move games out to the high schools there in Springfield. Yeah, and I just, you know, I know people tune in and and view the games on Misha.tv and certainly encourage them to do so. Because if you can't be there in person, that is a one way to catch the game and the action of the game. You know, obviously we're all hoping and wishing for for great weather, but uh, we will be in the month of October and at the end of October, and you never know what's going on during that time. That's right, and we'll uh, we go with the flow. We try to make sure we get those games in if we can at all, and it it is helpful to be in a in a place where. There are turf fields around, and we can do that. So anything else you'd like to share about softball championships that we can highlight in preparation? As I mentioned, we've had a great season. Coaches are very enthusiastic and very excited. I look forward to having great championships, and certainly would encourage the people to get out and watch them and support interscholastic sports at the high school level. And I would encourage people to get out and watch, you know, in your district tournament. Absolutely. That, that first round district game, a lot of people don't think about it. That's the first step in our tournament, our state tournament. Every team in Missouri enters the postseason, which is not always the case. And so it's neat to go watch your local team and see if they're going to advance in the state tournament. And the reason we play the game is you never know. That's right. And maybe the most unlikely team has that opportunity and and seizes that moment. That's right. Okay, October 26th to 28th, Springfield, Missouri, the Missouri State High School Activities Association's Fall Softball Championship. Marty Marsh, thanks for joining us today on the Misha All Access Podcast. This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstad, the Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Thank you for listening to the Misha All Access Podcast and having an interest in Missouri high school activities and athletics. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access Podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us, and we really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.